Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, ho, ho. Monday, a week from Christmas. You ready? You get some shopping done over the weekend. My problem was, and maybe we'll talk about this a little later on. Uh, my problem was I went Christmas shopping with the intent of finishing up Christmas shopping for other people. And I bought myself stuff. Yeah, it, it, look, it happens. One of them was this incredible Hulk Funko Pop bobblehead because I don't have any Marvel bobbleheads on my desk here at work. So I had I had to have I had to have it. No judgment. Hope you had a good weekend. Oh, what a day this is going to be. Because, well, okay, first of all, uh, this is sort of my Thursday. Tomorrow's my Friday because my wife Amy and I leave Wednesday for uh, for Christmas in Indiana on Goose Lake. And uh, there's a swear jar update. Huh. Oh, Lord. Swear jar update. Uh, we'll do that at 7.10. But we were wrapping presents together yesterday because, as Amy said, quote unquote, I wrap presents much better than her. I mean, that's the truth. And she was helping, and then she was criticizing about one particular thing, and my it, it turned into a bit of a fight. It, okay, an argument, a very heated. Whew, I I can't I can't even. We're gonna we're gonna get into this. It has something to do with Christmas wrapping. Right after eight, you come back here at eight o'clock, because I'm gonna need your help on this. You need to reach me. It's easy. 844-436-1013. Talk, text, anytime. You got something going on. Want to say hey. Want to talk about Friday night, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. It was great seeing all of you there. What, what a fun What a fun time. All right. 6 o'clock, Star Spangled Salute. 610, get you that traffic started that you need so you can get around where you need to go. Plus the Country Music Minute, 6.30, 7.30, 8.30. George Lawson's God News. Right now, starting the day, putting you in the know with the things that are trending. Check this out. That's Trending with JJ. Online now. JJ's That's Trending is powered by Midwest Kia. The global community is increasing its pressure on Israel and calling for a truce after Israel killed three hostages, raising questions about their conduct. Arlington National Cemetery plans to remove a 1914 bronze statue commemorating the Confederacy within the week. Forty Republican congressmen recently called for the monument to remain in place. General Hospital and the Kelly Clarkson Show were big winners at the daytime Emmys, and Susan Lucci received a Lifetime Achievement Award. A Goodwill shopper with a decent eye for antiquities saw a glass vase that she suspected was worth more than the $3.99 price tag. She paid for it, took it home, had it appraised, Turns out it was a rare vase designed by renowned Italian architect Carlo Scarpa, and it was worth $107,000. And a former McDonald's chef-turned-TikToker just dropped a knowledge bomb about the secret behind those famous addictive fries. The ingredient that sets them apart is beef tallow. Yep, rendered beef fat. If this is true, all those vegetarians out there who have been eating those fries for years might as well just have a juicy quarter pounder with cheese the next time you go because that whole meat-free ship has sailed. And that's trending. JJ's Star-Spangled Salute. JJ's Star-Spangled Salute is brought to you by Midwest Kia. Today we honor Vietnam veteran Ralph Albrecht. Ralph served proudly in Vietnam, but due to the injuries he sustained over 50 years ago, he was unable to carry his gear back home. That gear included his medals. The other day, Ralph received a surprise he thought he'd never see. Those medals. Ralph Albrecht was presented with five medals at the end of a Wreaths of Cross America ceremony on Saturday. 
The medals were the National Defense Service Medal, Army Good Conduct Medal, Vietnam Service Medal, Army Commendation Medal, and the Purple Heart. Congratulations for getting your long overdue medal, Ralph, and thank you for your service. A Soldier's Silent Night. Maybe you've read it. Uh, it was written by Lance Corporal James M. Schmidt. A couple years ago, I read it and uh, put it to a little bit of music, uh, and I like to share it a couple times uh, around the holidays. Now, since I will be on the road Wednesday, uh, I wanted to share it with you now. So if you've never heard it, uh, written by Lance Corporal James M. Schmidt, this is A Soldier's Silent Night. was the night before Christmas. He lived all alone in a one-bedroom house made of plaster and stone. I had come down the chimney with presents to give and to see just who in this home did live. I looked all about a strange sight I did see. No tinsel, no presents, not even a tree. No stocking by mantle, just boots filled with sand. On the wall hung pictures of far distant lands. With medals and badges, awards of all kinds, a sober thought came through my mind. For this house was different, it was dark and dreary. I found the home of a soldier, once I could see clearly. The soldier lay sleeping, silent alone, curled up on the floor in this one-bedroom home. The face was so gentle, the room in disorder, not how I pictured a true modern soldier. Was this the hero of whom I'd just read, curled up on a poncho, the floor for a bed? I realized the families that I saw this night owed their lives to these soldiers who were willing to fight. Soon round the world the children would play and grown-ups would celebrate a bright Christmas day. They all enjoyed freedom each month of the year because of the soldiers like the one lying here. I couldn't help wonder how many lay alone on a cold Christmas Eve in a land far from home. The very thought brought a tear to my eye. I dropped to my knees and I started to cry. The soldier awakened and I heard a rough voice. Santa, don't cry. This life is my choice. I fight for freedom. I don't ask for more. My life is my God, my country, my core. The soldier rolled over and drifted to sleep. I couldn't control it. I continued to weep. I kept watch for hours, so silent and still. And we both shivered from the cold night's chill. I did not want to leave on that cold, dark night, this guardian of honor so willing to fight. Then the soldier rolled over with a voice soft and pure, whispered, carry on, Santa. It's Christmas day, all is secure. One look at my watch, I knew he was right. Merry Christmas, my friend, and to all a good night. KJ's Country Music Minute. Today in country news. Here's what's happening in country. <laughs> oh.
The Country Music Minute is brought to you by Rusty Eck Ford. Cole Swindell has been a longtime golf fan and a big supporter of the military, and in March he will headline the Players' Military Appreciation Day concert. Congratulations, Morgan Wallen. He just scored his 11th number one single with Everything I Love. Typically what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but this is too good. Over the weekend, fans at the Laney Wilson show got a big treat. Miranda joined Laney on stage for a hot rendition of Kerosene, and then they debuted their new unreleased single, Good Horses. Blake has said it before, and he's saying it again, and this time it might stick. Blake says he wants to cut way back on drinking in the new year, possibly quit drinking altogether. Thankfully, there is a great country music community of his peers who will support him on that journey. Add Old Dominion to the list of bar owners in Nashville. They just announced they will be opening a place called Odie's that they hope will be a place for songwriters. And Johnny Roll promised a really big toy drive, and he delivered. The toy drive, to benefit numerous charities in the Nashville area, was inspired by his daughter, and Jelly Roll donated an amazing $100,000 worth of toys. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. I finished up my bell ringing, 16 shifts, 15th season, done. Now I can focus on getting out of town here in a couple days. One of my last bell ringing shifts over Gucci Dillon's going into the weekend. I saw something and it made me kind of curious about how you would feel, ladies. This guy walks out and he's carrying a bouquet of flowers. And by chance, I just happened to see the side of the wrapping around the flowers. It had not one, but two clearance discount stickers on it. So it had been discounted twice. Let's just, for the sake of argument, say he shows up, hands you the bouquet in the wrapping without taking the stickers off or taking them out of the wrapping and you see those two discount stickers, those two clearance stickers. Are you happy that he bought you flowers or are you a little, just a little upset thinking, what, I'm not worth full price? 844-436-1013. You see the clearance stickers. Are you just happy you got flowers or do you get a little upset because you, you you don't think he's thinking that you're worth full price? Vanessa says, no, I'd be happy that I got flowers and I'd be even happier that he got them on sale. Sabrina said, I would be excited that he got them cheaper and saved money. Karen says, I would just love getting them no matter the cost. Even roadside flowers would be great. What about you? I'm happy I got flowers because it means he took the time to think of me. And even if they are discounted, he went in there and picked them out himself. Hi, thanks for holding. You get flowers and they've got clearance stickers on them. Are you mad you're not worth full price? No. So you just be happy to get flowers. I'm happy to get flowers, and he is making sound financial decisions to purchase something that he could get more expensive, but it would still have the same impact and value, um, showing that I'm special and that he's thinking about me. And Becca using that open mic like a boss. So I would be double stoked, um, one, for just getting flowers, and two, because he bought discount flowers. Um, I am all about saving money. I've also always told my husband, I don't want something that's going to die in a few days. Like, why are we wasting money on that? Um, When we buy flowers for other people, if there are good-looking, marked-down flowers, that's what I get. Hi, KFDI. How do you feel about them discount flowers? (laughs) You know what? Try to reverse that. You have a wife bring home some non-premium beer. Oh, look, honey, I saved $20 a case. Yeah. Uh, No, that's nice of the women to say that, but in reality, no. So if it were beer and not your brand, it would would not be okay? Not be, no, no. (laughs) 
<laughs> Leave it to you, Jim, to put things in perspective. Today and tomorrow, the very last two days of the 12 strays of Christmas with Wichita Animal Action League and Omaha Steaks. Day 11 today, day 12 tomorrow, uh, and we will then, on Wednesday, give you a chance to win a great prize from Omaha Steaks. You have to, on Wednesday, be caller 10 and repeat back all the names of all the strays we brought in here. That's the key. Now, I might do you a solid and put a reel up or a story up on my Facebook page sometime before the contest, so be looking for that. But hopefully you've kept track of them all. Another great adoptable animal today, another one tomorrow, and then a chance to win from Omaha Steaks. You would think, I mean, look, the Chiefs aren't playing their best football, admittedly, but they're still in the playoff hunt, still well above 500. You would think my wife Amy would be happy with that. And you would think she wouldn't necessarily be swearing so much. You would be wrong. So, every week, an update on the swear jar that we started about week five, week six, with the idea being 50 cents a swear. At the end of the season, whenever the season ends, which Amy believes is going to be the Super Bowl, uh, we will tally it up and uh, donate the uh, the swear jar to the um, local chapter of the American Red Cross. She kind of called an audible because she thought about the importance of learning CPR and the donation of blood and platelets. So that's where we're at. Let's pick it up in the fourth quarter. Chiefs have the lead 27 to 10. And then this happens. First and 10. Come on. Come on. Oh, oh, what the Oh my gosh. Kadarius Tony, could you possibly be any more inept? Oof. Wow. How many turnovers does he have to, oh my God, he needs to be gone. Oh my God. He's acting as if, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Rapid fire. I, I, I Patrick Mahomes just, well, I, God bless him for not being even more angry. I mean, we're playing the Patriots for crying out loud. Oh my gosh. We had first and 10. Oh, great. Oh, great. Now we have another Patriots touch. I think I would bench Tony for the rest of the season. Look, he has cost us so many. Let's, let's just get back to rapping. Here, uh, I'm going to hand you the scissors. Don't drop them. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we were at like 140 something dollars going into the weekend uh, and that little tirade on just that one play eight dollars and fifty cents the total for the game thirty six dollars versus the Patriots so now the swear jar is up to one hundred sixty dollars and fifty cents tune in now next week might be tough because we're going to be at her parents house and I don't know whether her mom and dad know she's capable of such <laughs> rapid-fire, salty language. And the game's on Christmas Day. So, I mean, do you really expect a lot of swears on, on, on the baby Jesus' day? I guess we'll find out. Steve, in defense of what Amy said, says Amy's right. He needs to be cut today. Wow, not just benched, but cut. Cam says, I agree with Amy. Tony needs to be benched. Too many costly mistakes. Okay, this is for Amy. 
I agree with her on Tony. He needs to be benched for at least two games because of his screw-up. I mean, the dropped passes, the fumbles, the penalty where he was clearly offsides. I mean, he's, he's like his head's not even in the game. He had a perfect shot at that ball yesterday until he screwed it up. You know what? At least you still won the game. It wasn't pretty, but it's another double. Let's stay right here in Wichita. A couple of sisters, Cinderella and Chelsea. Cinderella says, I've seen people that I know personally out here and been able to be like, hey, you want some clothes? She says uh, she's been a lot fortunate these days, although she has been homeless herself from couch to couch. Tough situation, right? I mean, I've always believed, most of us, and I have been there, we are one paycheck away from uh, from really falling on hard times, right? So Chelsea and Cinderella doing something about it to boost that morale a little bit. And what they're doing is they've started a volunteer group called Pop That Trunk. Fresh clothes can be taken for granted when you're on the streets, when you're homeless, and fresh clothes from Pop That Trunk will help lift these people up who are struggling. That's the whole idea behind it. They were inspired by their own experience and inspired to help look for Pop That Trunk. They need donated clothes of all kinds, but especially they need clothes for children and men. And they have a Facebook page if you'd like to find out more. Seeing something that needs to be done and doing something about it, Cinderella, Chelsea, that's awesome. Just want to tell you, I think that you're awesome. Wrapping Christmas presents. Not for everybody. Some people love doing it. Some people hate doing it. Some people equate it to just being the cousin of folding laundry and just don't like it, right? I don't mind it. I'm actually pretty good at it. I've, I've wrapped for, for charitable organizations before, which has been a, a, a lot of fun. So my wife Amy asked me to help yesterday. And I was like, sure, absolutely. And she even admitted that I was better at it. I'm like, sure, absolutely. And we start wrapping. And then something happened that absolutely just, I I lost my mind. And things get a little heated here, but I had to record what happened. Listen up. Just when you think you know somebody, just when you think you know the woman you married, this happens as we're wrapping presents. Okay. Amy. Yes. What side of the package that is being wrapped does the name tag go on? The unfinished side with the seams or the finished side that looks all pretty and smooth? The unfinished side. I can't even right now with you. That blows my mind. I I, I am guaranteeing there's not another person who wraps presents who puts name tags and bows on the side of the seams. Well, I think it looks nicer without... with. With, I mean, because that's the way I've always done it. Okay, well, that's fair if you've always well, done it that wait, way. what are you doing? I'm, pu- Why? <laughs> I'm putting the bow on there. No, it goes on the, you're... So you're, you're putting the name tag on the side with the seams and the bow on the finished side. Yes. You are absolutely insane. What is going on with you right now? Um, the name tag and the bow go on the same side. Everything, it's a finished side, finished presentation, all the adornments. No. Nope. There is something called flexibility. Nope. No, I have none. I have none. That you are. You are wrong. I know you've been doing this way all wait, your life. Wait. Flexibility, my friend. Flexibility. No, no, no. I just. I can't imagine there are other people like my wife who do it that way. So at eight four 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 three six one zero one three, do you put the tag and the bow on the unfinished side with the seams, or do you put the tag and the bow? on the finished side with no seams. 
Paul, who I met out bell ringing on Friday, says it goes on the finished side. Katie, finished. Duh. Jennifer, bows and tags, finished side. Stacy says finished. What do you think? Oh, my God. I don't even know how you stayed. So the bow and the tag go on the finished side. And not only that, the tag should be placed to where the corner of it is in one of the little angles of the bow. Yes. Where does the bow and the name tag go? On the finished side. Thank you. Together. Yes, thank you. You don't split them up. It's savage. Hi, KFDI. Where does the name tag and the bow go on a Christmas present? It goes on the side without the scene. Some of you may have noticed on my Facebook page this morning, I admitted something quite shocking, and that is I finally, over the weekend, last night as a matter of fact, for the very first time, saw Home Alone. Yes, I know. I'll give you a second to go, what? Now, I had seen, you know, some of the more popular scenes in the trailer, so I was familiar with the swinging paint hands and all of that, but, uh, and, and, you know, the slapping of the face after the aftershave and mom yelling, Kevin! Uh, but I really, outside of that, had no frame of reference or context. couple of my hot takes. First of all, um, I love John Candy, and, and, and man, it was just great seeing him in a movie. John Candy, I, I miss him and his uh, comedic acting so much. I really enjoyed the sweet story at the end with the old man neighbor and his son and his granddaughter. That was really nice. That touched my heart. Was it a good movie? Absolutely. So now I can say I have finally seen Home Alone. If you'd like to see what the Home Alone home looks like present day, there's an article over on my Facebook page. How fast can you run? Will you escape? JJ's beat the Bobcat. Hello, Jason. JJ, how are you? I'm great, Jason. Nice to hear from you. Uh, you're feeling pretty confident this morning, right? I'm feeling awesome this uh, morning. Okay, so you and I were just talking off air as I was getting information for the eulogy. You're like, no, forget it. Guarantee this, JJ. If I guarantee this, Jason, you think you can get 10 things in 20 seconds? You know what? I'm up for the challenge. Let's okay, all right. So uh, you're you're from Augusta, happily married. You drive for Cintosh, you're a part- part-time EMT, love watching the PBR and like all the Chicago's, and you will drink anything with tequila in it. Uh, who are we kidding? You'll drink anything. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, so with your confidence in mind, I have not written a eulogy. Do not let me down, Jason. Do you understand? No shenanigans. No, no shenanigans. Just don't let me down. This is all on you. Here we go. In 20 seconds... Jason, name 10 things you can buy at a butcher shop. Ready? Run! You can buy pork butt. You can buy a ribeye. You can buy KC strip, New York strip. You can buy bacon. You can buy ham. You can buy ribs. You can buy sauce. You can buy butcher knives. You can buy chef's knives. You can buy a chef apron. You can buy a butcher. You, when you, when you, you doubled up on knives. I was a bit worried, but then you came back with chef's apron. Boy, Jason, that was that was close. Hey, I did it. You did it. You walked the walk. You talked the talk, and you beat the Bobcat. You get that $25 gift card to Club Car Wash. Next chance to beat the Bobcat and be like Jason. Tuesday morning, 8.50 on New Country 101.3 KFDI.